Welcome back. My name is Dane Saleri, pastor of Trinity Baptist Church here in Gillespie, Illinois. And my name is Tommy Schmidt, and I'm the pastor of First Baptist Church of Grace Summit, Missouri. We are a couple of millennials who have a desire to be a resource to other young pastors like ourselves. We want to encourage you, challenge you, and walk with you in your ministry during these days. Now, we're blessed to be doing this, even this crazy season. Um, I thank you guys for tuning in. There's so many things you could be reading and listening to. I just thank you for tuning in with us today. Uh, and if you would, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Give us a like on Facebook. And uh, our stuff is from SoundCloud as well. You can check that out there. We have all our episodes there. Um, now, uh we're going to talk about something that's uh, very relevant uh, today. What is that? Well, I don't know if anybody else is talking about this, actually. Uh, I think that it's, it's pretty unique. We're, we're going to talk about doing ministry in the quarantine, right, in amidst all this coronavirus stuff. And so you're probably sick of even hearing that word. Maybe if you're like me, um, you're just kind of weary with it. But it's important. Here we are. We're millennials in ministry trying to figure out how to lead well. And maybe already in your mind, you're thinking of all the things that you've maybe had to deal with these last few weeks and the decisions that you've uh, had to make. So uh, Mm -hmm. we're we're, we're just going to talk through all of those issues today. Yeah. And we got we just have a few thoughts we want to share with you and um, what are some things that we want to maybe get the wheels turning in your mind as well on some of these issues. Yeah, I should, so I shouldn't I shouldn't say all the issues that we're going to talk about. Yeah. We're just going to talk about a few. Yeah, man, a there few. is so just much taste. to this thing. It's a yeah. big ball of wax. So Yeah. Yeah, so so here's some things that we've been thinking through and some things that have come forward and and, and you may have already have a good grasp on this, but um, we thought we would share some things with you today that may help you and encourage you and, and challenge you. That's why we're here. So uh, here's here's my the biggest thing that's in, been on my mind. I hope it's the biggest thing on, on our minds as we lead people, um, as we lead them through uh, this this disease, through this pandemic. Uh, we must be leaders, shepherds. We must be uh, shepherds under the good shepherd who is overall we must lead with vision okay so so my, my the thing that i want to ask you all about that listening with us what does the future look like for your church after this have you thought about that have you thought about um is your church going to make it are you going to be okay what what are your plans when you come back um you should always be forward thinking um, um so as long as the church is on mission uh, even in the pandemic, during it, uh, I think we're going to be on the right track. You're going to be on the right track when you come back as well. Mm-hmm. See, the church, I, b- I believe the church is a movement of God in the world. It's not just not just a people that gather, but a tr- but a, but a people that are moved, that are sent out into the world. And so, uh, this and you all know this. This is a great opportunity to do it. The mission is always primary in the church. Yeah. And just consider this, and maybe this would be helpful for you to communicate with your people, that that God is in the process of completing the work that he has started in all of us till Jesus returns, right? Philippians 1.6. Yeah. And all this then is for our ultimate good, as Romans 8.28 says. So here's what I want to I challenge you all to do. To lead with vision is to lead with 
how are people on mission? How are people walking on mission through this time? So I want to challenge you guys to, to gather testimonies of what God's doing among the people and how people are being generous, how they're sharing hope with people, how they're being light in darkness and uh, hope and hopelessness, right? Hope dealers, I guess you can say, in, in hopelessness. Um, there's so many opportunities for us right now as a church to be other-focused and reaching out to people that you usually never thought of reaching out to. Yeah, exactly. You know, I agree with that 100%. And, you know, if we just confront the elephant in the room here, we've kind of entered into a new divide of, of, of some people are saying, open up the economy just as quickly as possible. And others are saying, man, let's lock down. And, and some people are even saying just a year or however long it takes to get a vaccine. And, and, and in the midst of that, what do we do? Do we, are we as ministers to be people who weigh in on those issues and give our two cents and try to try to pick and choose which sect we're going to be in? Uh, or are we going to be people that hold up the hope of Christ and act with prudence and all things? And just lead with the vision, lead mm. with m- the mission of the church yeah. so that the church can be not a place where we, you know, uh, cast our two cents on all of these issues, but we can still just be the church mm. and be what be light in a dark place. And, you know, it just kind of hurts my heart to see pastors and pundits alike that uh, just use this as a chance to create further division mm. and use this as a point, uh, just a point of of contention, a point to maybe like make themselves superior. Mm. And, and you may be just beat as beat down as I am just waiting through all of the theories, all the ideas, all the viewpoints on COVID-19, uh, most of which are not very helpful. Mm, and so instead yeah. of using that, this as an excuse to debate about the Tower of Siloam, right, in Luke chapter 13, about why people got got smashed by a tower, or why mm. a man was born blind. Uh, we should be using this as a reminder that death is a real thing, that yeah. it's a consequence of sin, that it can only be remedied by the blood of Jesus. Right. And and we're like those who see a man born blind, like the disciples, and we're sometimes busy assigning blame when Jesus is trying to point to what he's doing and the works that need to be done and pointing to the glory of God. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think there's there's an opportunity for us here, uh, as, as you just said, with the, with the gospel. There's so many things that we can do with the gospel virtually online. God has made so many avenues opened for us and has revealed new avenues to us to be the church where we are and to be the church online virtually too, going where people are. So um, it's the first point was lead with vision. But the second point is this, try new things. This is part of your vision, right? Um, To reach people that no one is reaching. We must do things that no one else is doing. And that's especially true now. No one expects us to do the same things that we've that we're doing that we always have done, right? And I think we, as as pastors, as ministers, as visionary leaders, who are looking forward to a new heaven, new earth, where there's no more sickness, right? We must leverage all these new opportunities for the kingdom now. We got to innovate. Right. We got to think differently. Um, and and being light in the community and uh, the businesses in your community, th- this is this is what it looks like. Uh, it looks like more engagement online. Um, a lot of times, a lot, I see a lot of pastors doing Facebook Live and um, uh, youth pastors doing YouTube and Instagram stuff as well, and um, trying to engage on TikTok. However, that works. Uh, but 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 for real, I think that um, uh, this is a great time for us to shepherd well through this. People are going to remember 
what we did during Absolutely. this time. So yeah. uh, get engaged on Facebook. Go the extra mile. <clears throat> I saw just uh, just on uh, different pastors how they're uh, engaging new people on their mm-hmm. Facebook Live videos, how they're trying to get interactive on their Facebook Live videos. Um, uh, I, just recently, I, I thought I saw this pastor doing a question-answer session uh, after his uh, sermon uh, on Sunday mm-hmm. on Facebook, and it, it was a way for him to not just answer questions, but to shepherd his people well. And people are asking questions, and they're looking at the wrong, all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And there's so many, there's so many disciplers out there that are sh- shouting and loud and crazy things. And uh, so it's time for us to engage our people well during this time through question answer sessions or. Uh, uh, updating our website and keeping that uh, front in people's minds. Um, uh, one thing that we've done that it flopped before, but now it's taken taken some root. We tried online giving, yeah. and um, I'm sure most churches are doing that. Um, but we have now started engaging that, and uh, has seen some great success so far. <clears throat> uh, so, and I see a lot of uh, small groups also. Yeah, using virtual platforms to meet, um, like Facebook Messenger and Zoom and all these other kind of platforms. And I think this is just a great opportunity to just uh, pioneer new frontiers yeah. in ministry. That's a, that's 100% right. I mean, I haven't seen any stats really, but you could only just imagine how much preaching and Bible content is online now than there ever was before. I mean, it's just really an exciting time. And I don't want to equate this to, you know, the the persecution that's in the early church. Don't, don't, don't you know, hear my heart with this. But just like Stephen's martyrdom just pushed the early church out of Jerusalem, this pandemic is really causing us to move past what's safe and comfortable and just pushing us into new waters. And now I have church members mm. who are ready for us to continue on Facebook Live. I mean, we were just, we were kind of behind the eight ball. We were kind of scared about Facebook Live, but now I have older members of the church saying, "Man, we should keep doing that after we mm, after we keep yeah. meeting and continue to to meet together physically." And there's a real question of what will we do differently on the other side of this. And in some ways, yeah. you know, just I wonder how the quarantine will affect our culture. But you know, before pandemic BP, you know, we had a handful of people that mm. used our online giving platform, but now quite a few have picked it up and are using it. Praise God. Uh, our, mm. our tithing has not dropped significantly in our church. Awesome. And, and like many churches, our videos get, you know, several times more views than we have people in attendance normally on Sunday morning. And I, I guess the cynic would say, well, you know, they can just watch that for three seconds with the sound off and maybe Facebook mm. records that. I, I don't really know how that works, but to me, it's just like, Man, that opportunity, and it doesn't cost me anything, and uh, and, right. and we can just do that. It's just amazing what God is doing. Yeah, yeah, and it gives us so much opportunity to reach people that no one else is reaching. Yeah, and that's what I said earlier. Uh, see, listening, everybody, like th- this is such an easy time to focus on what affects me personally, and. Uh, kind of downplay everything and and, and, and even just focus on um, uh, protecting my little kingdom. But this is such a great opportunity to be other focused. We as Christians are other focused people, right? So we got to be, uh, we got to, we got to not only ourselves be reaching people that no one is reaching, but encourage our members to do it as well. You know, there, there, there's, there's people in your community that maybe people have forgotten about, 
or people have neglected or um, have been marginalized. And um, uh, the, I think of just in our community, uh, the, what I've endeavored to do personally was to uh, encourage our deacons to reach out to our members while I would endeavor to um, reach out to uh, some of the single mo- mothers in our community that we've been connected with or are loosely connected with, some people that have been unemployed or were in financial straits before this all mm-hmm. happened, and um, and really uh, connect with people that we normally wouldn't connect with. Uh, I- I've joined a group. There, there's groups out there on Facebook for your town. Uh, usually there's one yeah. person that decides to set up a group page or a, a page for your town on Facebook. And ours is kind of like news and information for Gillespie residents uh, in Illinois. And and uh, so I joined the group, and now I'm able to put my share my sermons on there and put uh, invitations on there to our online services, and people show up. It's crazy. We've connected with new people through mm-hmm. that. And some of these people are really hurting. Some of these people are looking for hope. They're looking for help. People need toilet paper <laughs> still. Um, people have unpaid bills, and they're worried that when this all lifts, uh, they're going to lose everything. Uh, the elderly, who are some of them are terrified uh, still, and um, some, some people are struggling with mental illness. We, we, we got we to gotta reach out and encourage our members to also reach out mm-hmm. during this time. Be other-focused people. So be other-focused. Reach the people. That's my third point here. And it's a great time for the gospel, a great time for good news. Um, there's so much bad news, and people are creating bad news every day. Um, but it's important for us to be be hope givers during this during this time with the gospel and to counsel our members who maybe are not confident in their faith. So I want to encourage you not only to lead with vision and to try new things, but also reach the people that no one else is reaching. Absolutely. You know, I, I want to make a point about trying new things or get, getting things done really quick. Uh, uh, also, just like your building, like now's the time to do some things in your building. You might be a little bit nervous yeah. to spend some money to renovate, uh, but now would probably be a good, good time to declutter and, and to go through yeah. those closets, right? And, and just... Do that and use your, your equip your staff to just go and just make use of this time for your building. But I, I think working and ministering this time is really the true challenge of the church. And something that's been heavy on my heart is just asking the question, what are we going to do as a church more than just create content, right? If, if all we do as a mm. church is just produce videos uh, and, and Facebook videos, which I think are great, uh, man, are we really being the church? Can we, can we do more to help people? And how, how can we creatively minister during a pandemic and not simply bow out when we are on the other side of the curve you know what how does it look even further past that to help people i've seen people cook mm. meals or more likely purchase meals for essential workers and that's a great thing and it helps small mm. restaurants and essential workers alike and really th- this mm. is a moment like you said that people are asking big questions and although we're not being yep. opportunistic like in a, in a insensitive way we do want to walk through the door that god is opening and meet people that's at right. the point of this great need as they're as they're asking these questions we have the hope. And if we, if we don't offer it now, my goodness, what does that say about us? And mm. just in our own life, we've seen people now for the first time, and I, I'm not going to go into detail, but that have been touched by COVID-19. And before that, here mm. in the Midwest, we, you know, it, it's easy almost to believe it's not real, you know, and, and, and to dismiss mm. it. But for the first time, we had a, a family a member of a church member uh, pass away and 
and he had COVID-19 at the time of his death. And so it really became real because our county mm-hmm. has not been touched wow. much by the virus, thank God, at this point. But there was just really this sadness that surrounded. And, and of course, the quarantine is complicated things. You know, when people pass away at this time, you know, it's hard to have a funeral. It's hard to, to do these things. And, and it's hard to minister in this time. So just the creative ways that we got to rethink. It's, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it usually looks has been a real challenge for us. And so just thinking through those things of just how can we be the church more than just creating content because everybody's creating content. Well, what does it look like for us in Grace Summit or Gillespie or somewhere to to minister to our community? So, Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. And so just a reminder, Pastor, if you're listening here, minister, youth pastor, whoever you are, this is temporary, and you know that. Yeah. Um, hey, we're, we're all getting, we're all going to get back to a new kind of normal, but um, this is temporary. Uh, this is not the end, uh, even though uh, we got to protect people from thinking that this is the end times, and we just got to hunker down and wait for a rapture, yeah. or God to deliver us. Listen, th- th- this is a temporary, uh, even the long run. So, so here's what I want to challenge you to do. Uh, is my, my, my next point was plan for a return. Plan for a return. Uh, you will return to some kind of normal in, in your church. Uh, what does that look like? Have you thought about how that's going to be? How, how are you going to... Uh, I think there's wisdom in, in tapering your gatherings. I know uh, some churches are, are doing multiple services just to kind of keep the gatherings at a low number. I think that's wise. I think that's also forward-thinking. Um, that maybe you could keep two services hmm. uh, when the time comes. Yeah, but 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 how how will you will re, you return? What how are you how will you celebrate? How will you talk about um, God's faithfulness during this time? And one way I've heard pastors even planning a baptism service um, uh, or Lord's Supper service uh, when when they return, um, or, or even a special worker or essential worker uh, recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard about something like that. Um, another idea that came to mind was uh, even camp doing a campaign for a local food pantry in town, knowing that. Uh, uh, these stimulus checks will only last so long for some of these people, and um, they'll still be unemployed. Yeah. And so, it's important for us to to think think about all these people that have been affected, and know that the church was put in your community for those people. And uh, they're struggling businesses. Uh, much of your town is uh, is built on the businesses that are there right. and so um, your your people your church is directly affected by those businesses as well God put them there and so uh, being cognizant of those and starting campaigns to to serve and love your neighbors and your neighbor businesses man uh, what a great way to be gospel light during this time mm-hmm. yeah you it is temporary you got to figure out what what happens now and just looking at how the government has decided to do things in phases here in, in the States is just, mm. I, I think a wise thing, you know, yeah. my heart, so, you know, when we began is man, I can't wait for the grand opening when we, when we get mm. to have services together again, and we're, we're going to have an Easter egg hunt in June if it, if that's what it takes. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> right. we're, we're just going to do, we're going to have Easter and we're just going to, do all this stuff and man, we're just ready. But now just in a heart of wisdom, our leadership has looked at that and said, you know, our heart is now baby step rather than grand opening, you know, 
Mm, and right. you know it's just been amazing to see god work even through this just in the, the live feeds and and all, all the good stuff and, and dane has dane's church is doing great with their videos man they do a real sleek thing and uh it's just been neat to see us grow in these different areas and in grace summit god is on the move and i'm hearing from young couples mm. that are ready to take a next step spiritually and, and when we get awesome. back man we're just so glad to to observe baptism and lord's supper and you know mm. i think everybody uh, if you, if you if you know Christ, I think everybody can admit that that worship is better in person, shoulder to shoulder. Mm. I mean, live feed is great. We're glad the technology's there. We're glad that we have it. Could you imagine if this happened a hundred years ago? You know, mm. even just thirty years ago, what the what the church would do. But right. but you know, just hearing people sing together, you know, taking mm. the Lord's supper together. You know, we can do things creatively, and those those, those things are great. But man, I can't wait to do this shoulder to shoulder with other people mm. someday. And right. uh, we're we're gonna take our baby step. Um, soon at Grace Summit, and we don't want to be foolish. We want to be prudent with that. And so things like sanitation and social distancing, maintaining that social distance, things like, you know, just not passing a plate if you do that. Mm. Um, things like, you know, the, the pens and hymnals and and uh, Bibles that are in the pews. You know, they, do you want a bunch of hands touching that uh, in mm. in multiple services? And, and uh, we're, we're thinking through all those issues it's really been a wild experience and really uh, pastor it's probably been a lonely season if you're like me mm. preaching to cameras and in, in a mostly empty sanctuary and you're thankful for that sound person and and probably your wife and and people like that that are with you but i'm ready for it to be over <laughs> there's mm-hmm. no doubt that the physical gathering is vital to church life yeah. but in our excitement we still want to love our neighbor well in doing what right. we can and, and have that heart of wisdom and so thinking through those things Every church is doing something different, it feels, and uh, some are taking a baby step. Depending on what state you're in, maybe maybe some of these local restrictions are loosening. If you live maybe in a more rural area, and so some churches are taking that first step into services. I've seen other churches that are are waiting through the month of May now, even though local mm. restrictions are being lifted. And so, mm. you know, there's a temptation to say, well. You know, are, are they doing it right or are they doing it right? Well, instead of that, I, I just choose to have grace because I want that same grace to be extended to me because this, yeah. it's really been a difficult season and a lonely season. Everyone, everyone's thinking through this and no one sees the full mm. elephant on this thing. Mm. And so we just have to be patient with one another and just continue to pray through all of these things. Yeah, yeah. And I think you, you made a really good point there. Um, being a lonely season... Pastor, if you're listening, I just want to speak on a personal note. Honestly, what we see in Genesis chapter 3 is that Satan got Eve alone and spoke to her privately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he isolated her. And a lot of times we are, especially in these days, we're feeling really isolated from people. And it's in these moments that um, I believe the enemy works deadly. And, and so what I want to encourage you to do, Pastor, is to pray that your heart is right during this time, mm-hmm. right? So, so first point was lead with vision, then try new things, reach people that no one's reaching, um, plan for a return. But in all of this, let, let's end, on, a, let's end on, a, on the right note here. Pray that your heart is right. Because I know for me personally, just to confess my, 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 own, my, my own thoughts, uh, I've had a lot of questions in my mind, just of the voice in my mind saying, you're not doing enough, you're not doing enough. Yeah. And um, just a feeling of defeat and inadequacy and, and failure. Um, 
you know, and, and, and how do you handle criticism and conspiracy theorists that these are your brothers and sisters in Christ? People are starting fights and with you, and they're, they're saying things that aren't true and aren't right and aren't good. Yeah. Um, don't perpetuate the madness and craziness and, and the, the, the evil that's, that, that, that Satan is, is maybe stirring up in your church family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to I invite you to uh, focus in on the Lord and, and who he's given you. Uh, you have a family, and if not children, you have a wife, maybe. And, and what I want to encourage you to do is to reconnect with them um, and to, to be honest with them, to be clear with them, to open up with them, and let them know how you're struggling. Um, God gave you a helper, uh, Pastor, all right? And so... Um, it's not good for a man to be alone. So, so keep that in mind as we as we move forward, even through this time, as we look forward to the future. But but knowing that we're still in the present. Um, so, so what what I invite you to do is even take some time to start or continue a hobby that you've let let go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in everything, uh, this is some just a practical thing you can do. But in everything, stay connected with the Lord during this time. Um, Stay connected, right? Because that—that's the, the Lord has got everything taken care of. He has the plan, right? Even when God's people were in Egypt and the, the plagues and everything, God's people were in the midst of it. But God had a plan throughout it, and He was going to carry them through it. And just so, so, so I want to encourage you to stay connected with them, with, with the Lord, and also stay connected with other pastors, other leaders, because there are other lonely pastors too. There are other pastors that are wrestling through so many things and are facing so much, wrestle with all of this with the Lord and with other pastors during this. Get around good, wise counsel that can guide you through this wisely if you're not ready or if you feel like you're alone or hurting. And reach out to us even. We welcome that. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's such a good word. You know, just I can admit that my attitude has not always been great towards the extremist on both of these issues, on all of the... uh, all of this going on, there's hmm. these kind of viewpoints that are not very helpful and not very thoughtful with these things. And, and you know, what, what does our heart reflect in that? And how are we, how is our attitude towards them? And that's, you know, we need to open our Bible for more than just sermon preparation hmm. in this time. Right. You know, we need to stay connected with the Lord. We need to mm-hmm. sit at the table of ever before and, and gather around with our family and, and hold hands and pray before dinner yeah. i mean we just need to really right. make good habits form good habits during this time and and use this as a time to grow and, and a time to learn and a time to reflect and with all the noise as much as we love social media as much you know with all the noise on facebook and twitter and instagram and 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 that combined with the isolation of it mm. is such a deadly mix i think yeah and so just you know, doing these things that Dana suggested, like reconnecting and with your family and just doing a positive hobby getting, you can still get outside and, um, there are places where you can walk and, and things like that. I hope in your area, um, Mm. I know many of the parks are closed, but just getting some some sunlight has been helpful for me and for, for my children. You know, you don't want to just stay literally in the house for 24 seven. So just doing those things is very helpful. Just doing that heart check of, man, mm. I, I want to come out of this closer to the Lord and not mm. embittered by the things that I see and the issues that we are faced with. And I think just 
as millennials and mystery, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you yeah. know, just all of the, all of the stuff of this. So, mm, right, right. Praying for now, you. Yeah, yeah. Let me encourage you, pastors. You are the person that God has put there to shepherd those people. You are that person. Don't forget that. And God is going to give you the the grace to walk through these days. Okay. Even even when you do fail, he's still going to approach and say, where are you? He's mm-hmm. still going to search for you. He's, he's still going to find you and he'll still be with you. Don't forget that. All right. Well, that, that's it for now. I, I do want to thank you guys all for listening and, and, and just spend some time with us today. Yeah. We really appreciate your support with us, but we want to be a support with you too. So if this is helpful for you uh, to think through some of these things, uh, I want to invite you to share that. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, like us on Facebook. Uh, share this with someone that uh, may be going through a rough time. Reach out to, to another pastor and share this with them. As, um, so we, we believe the Lord's put this content not only in our lives but in our hearts so we, we can share it with you today. And we hope you've been challenged and encouraged. So uh, guys, we're just a couple of millennials who love other millennials. Why? Because Christ first loved us.